You know, this time of the year, right around Valentine's Day, even before, after, whatever it is, because it's on top of everybody's mind, it always reminds me of really what's my earliest Valentine's Day memory. You know, when you're a little kid, you don't have any money, you're trying to figure out what Valentine's Day is all about, why is there so much hype, and really the only Valentine you have in your life, unless it's another little kid in your classroom, is probably somebody in your family, your mom, your dad. I remember asking my dad, Dad, what are we going to get mom for Valentine's Day? And I'll never forget it. And I thought about this recently. He goes, what do you mean we? It's my Valentine, not yours. You figure out something. <laughs> Which, number one, I'll tell you something about my dad's parenting style. But number two, what he was saying was, come up with your own gift idea. If I come up with it for you, if I just do it, it's not going to mean anything. And that's what we're talking about now. How do you turn Valentine's Day, which we're all surrounded by, into something that actually matters for somebody else or yourself? Thanks for finding the Cool Dad Rules. My name is Bill Adams. Thanks for finding the podcast, downloading, subscribing, and finding us online and social media as well. Now, there's something really weird going on here. Let's, let's start with this. Valentine's Day, no matter what you think of it, is huge. Yes, it's a hallmark holiday, as they say. It's a big retail thing. It's kind of conjured up and concocted, forcing people to spend maybe what they don't want to. Other people may love it. Who the heck knows? I know this, though, for a fact. This just came out for the National Retail Federation, okay? We're spending more on Valentine's Day as a country than ever before in history. You ready for this? They're expecting us, regular consumers, to shell out nearly $26 billion this holiday this year. $26 billion, with a B, dollars on Valentine's Day stuff. You know, the typical flowers, cards, candy, restaurants, other gifts for other people, whatever it is. It's also 20 bucks more than last year's average, and the average comes out to about $193 per person. It's a lot of money for anybody, and as a nation, how much we're spending on this. Okay, so that's a lot of money spent. We all feel like we're forced into something, right? Well, explain this to me. 6% of Americans this year, and that's a low percentage, but it's a massive amount of people, say they absolutely hate Valentine's Day. 5% of them think it's the most depressing day of the year. And yet we're spending all that money. You know what that tells me? There's a lot of people going out, making Valentine's Day plans, doing it. They feel like they're forced to, and they hate doing it because they feel like they were forced into it. And they also feel like they can only lose, right? It's just a losing proposition. You don't get something for your significant other or your Valentine, you're going to be in trouble. But you're also not too happy about actually going ahead and doing it. So it's 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 a no-win. So where do we stand with this? And I'm going to give you complete... Full disclosure, I'm going to be completely honest. I am incredibly lucky. My Valentine, that would be my wife, is awesome about this stuff. Now, when you're first dating, of course, you want to go all out. You're trying to impress somebody. You go all of this and that. A couple of years into our marriage, I had done one of those all-out Valentine's days. You know, flowers, gifts, restaurant, tickets, show, jewelry, all that stuff, okay? And she said to me, and this is just a couple of years into being married, when it really counts. And she said, look, I love it. Thank you so much. But you realize this is like our money. You don't have to go, you don't have to go this overboard. You already got me. I'm your Valentine. It's cool. You don't have to. Just do something random on some day where everybody else isn't doing it, where you're told by the retail federation, stores, media, whatever it is, where you have to go all out in order to impress somebody. And that absolutely blew me away. And it was one of the biggest lessons I ever learned. And she's absolutely right. 
And the lesson and the takeaway is what I've learned. And hopefully I can kind of spread this message on to you is if you want to make an impact for whoever your special person is, you don't have to go crazy on that particular day, even though it's fun, enjoy it, get the flowers, have a fun, get a card, whatever it is. But if you really want to make an impact, do it on some random Tuesday, Wednesday in the middle of pick whatever month you want to pick where it doesn't have to be a special thing where you feel like you're forced into it. That's how you can make an impact on Valentine's Day. Now, guys, telling you from previous experience as well, if all of a sudden you show up randomly with jewelry and flowers in the middle of a Tuesday afternoon sometime, you might face this, who is she? But that's on you. (laughs) You can explain yourself out of it and explain that it's only good intentions later on on your own. But I'm telling you, you want to make an impact, doesn't have to be on this day. Here's the other thing that has been taught to me by this whole experience of being a dad and a husband and all that stuff has taught me about this particular day, which is about really gift giving in general, taught to me by my very own daughters. So, you know, some of you have young kids, some older out of the house already. Mine are, you know, pretty recently in the dating world or recently, and you want to kind of catch up on them. It's all part of the communication process. You want to find out what's going on in their lives. So Valentine's Day rolls around a couple of years ago, and I start to ask, you know, hey, what's going on with so-and-so? What are your plans? What are you doing? Both of them, I don't know. I don't really need anything. I'm not expecting anything. In fact, I might, one of my daughters said I might get something for myself. I tell you, it's one of the proudest moments I ever had as a parent, because really, what are they getting at? This is what it told me. Even at a young age, you know, late teens, early 20s, they were at a stage where they were self-confident enough to be able to say, I'm not really looking for validation. I don't need anything. It would be awesome to get something, but I don't really need it. I'm certainly not going to be depressed over it if whoever I'm dating, whatever it is at this stage of the game, doesn't go all out. I said, you know what? We did something right. That is awesome. Why should we look for validation about ourselves? It's all completely dependent on the amount and the kinds and the the extravagant gifts that somebody else gives us. It's nice. It's always nice to do it, but to judge on that? Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want you to think that, you know, the little people that I've raised are completely non-materialistic. None of us really is, right? Of course they want nice things. Of course they want to be treated well. It's nice to be showered with gifts and spoiled every once in a while. But why make it just about this day? just to please the retail stores or online or Amazon or the jewelry stores or Hallmark, whoever it is. And there's also another warning. Not everybody has come to that realization yet. Like I said before, there's a trap for us guys, especially. Now, why do I say us guys? You may be thinking that sounds pretty sexist. It's still the same deal. After all these years, men, we're going to spend almost twice as much on presents this year. The stats are out. Again, going back to that retail federation, 235 bucks compared to 119 for women. That's another thing. Not complaining. Just telling you the facts. So it's not too shocking that most people think women receive better gifts than men do. And you're a woman listening to this going, yeah, you know what? We deserve it. And maybe you do. Almost all men think that's true. Half of women agree. So we've got a disagreement going on about Valentine's Day gifts already. By the way, no, this is dangerous territory at this point in it, okay? And I don't want you to get the impression, especially with people in a new relationship, that you can just kind of like phone it in. That's very dangerous. Again, I mean that. You know, don't make it all about the gifts and don't set a bad precedent. But also, you got to try something, even on this day. Yes, it's always better to do something when it's unexpected. Absolutely. That'll always have more value. But you still got to try something. It can backfire. Don't like take this advice from me and say, well, I heard this guy talking about this and it doesn't really matter. I'm not going to get you anything this year or I'm going to get you something really cheap. Trust me, 
and you're nodding your head yes if you've ever been in this situation in any relationship whatsoever, it can backfire. If you phone it in, it's really bad, okay? Understand the expectation. Just saw this thing again. About $10 billion of unwanted gifts will happen this year. This, again, I know it's a lot of stats, but this is from the Retail Federation. This is what they tell us, like, like gifts that people hated. You're better off waiting and doing something more heartfelt than just phoning it in because it has a negative effect. In fact, what can you do that may even save you some money? That this was interesting. It always comes down to, in fact, we were talking about this over Christmas. It always comes down to heartfelt things. And always, year after year, no matter what holiday you're talking about, experiential gifts are the way to go always. In fact, may not always break the bank for you either. Things you can do, time together, experiences you can have, things you can do outside when you can, if you can. Things you can do together with, what's the bottom line? We always hear about quality time. You can never go wrong with quality time. Now, here's a question I've actually heard from a lot of you, and we've talked about this before. What about this whole concept, despite my opening story about my dad saying, no, get your own Valentine's Day present. Is it actually a good idea with the kids? What are you going to do? If you're a parent who has young ones, they don't have any money, they can't drive, they don't really have too many ideas on their own. Can you get a Valentine's Day for them to give to mom, sister, cousins, aunt, whoever, teacher, whoever it is, classmates, whatever. I think it's a great idea, actually. Again, don't set too high of an expectation, but it's an awesome idea to get them into the idea of gift giving and a great chance to get them to be creative about it, too. It's like one of those deals as a parent, we kind of guide the kid into suggesting what they could do without spending a lot of money, maybe making something, getting creative. It's actually an awesome thing. You can use Valentine's Day as a great parenting lesson to teach kids how to gift give and how to make it special. It's a skill that'll help them their entire lives. But again, to wrap it up, don't phone it in, but don't look for validation expecting something from somebody else. And if you really, really want to make an impact with Valentine's Day, do it when it's not expected. Yes, do something on the day. We kind of all have to with the Hallmark holiday. Do, do something special outside of the day for your Valentine. All right, that's it. Before I get you in any more trouble, thanks for finding the Cool Dad Rules. My name is Bill Adams. Thanks for finding the podcast, subscribing wherever you get your podcasts, and also anywhere online where you search for the Cool Dad Rules. You're going to find us on social media too, which is where you can also reach out to me. Good luck, have fun, and happy Valentine's Day. <laughs>